Hey guys, welcome to Scotch and Scripts. I am your host, David Radney. This is a interview with Sam, and this is the first interview in the series where I'm talking to real estate agents about their day-to-day business and what they do in order to get into production. I hope that you enjoy this interview with Sam. We did have some technical difficulties about halfway through, but we got right back on track. So again, thank you for joining us. Enjoy. Hey, Sam, thank you for uh, joining me today for the uh, first in the series of agent interviews. I appreciate your time today. Yeah, no problem. I'm always happy to help out. Absolutely. So let me ask you, how long have you been in real estate? I've been in real estate since about November. Um, I I graduated in June and I went into the licensing and everything. The day, the same day I walked at graduation, I was signing up for real estate classes that night. That night. And what made you want to get I, into this industry? Um, well, my father's been in this business for 40 years. Uh, I would say I really fell in love when I was around 12. Um, what, ha- I, what happened was I, I just, I noticed he was always wearing a nice suit. He drove a nice car. Okay. And he was always busy. When he was making the most money, he was always busy. He was always on the phone. Okay. You know, very business-esque. And I just, I looked up to him a lot. And I, I thought that that was something that I could do. And another factor that played into that was I really didn't want to go to college. Okay. I wanted to, I wanted to show people that you can be successful in this, in this world without that kind of an education, especially with the way they do things now. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it's very expensive. I'm going to say that. Well, it Uh, is very expensive. And a lot of people are graduating with a lot of debt and not able to find a job in their field. Uh, Look at myself. I got into real estate after getting my degree and working in the different industry. And now I'm working in the field where the college degree was not required. And the, the big thing is I can make a lot more money in real estate than what I was doing previously. So, yeah, exactly. And I thought it wasn't just that I wanted to be a businessman, although that was like my goal as a child. I was, it was, I wanted to prove something that it's possible to, and now people in my school, yes. they think I'm like a millionaire. <laughs> okay. I'm not, nothing even close to that, gotcha. but uh, they, 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 people do think that I, I don't. I don't say anything when I do. <laughs> Not complaining about that, but it's uh, you know I I just work hard and you know I deserve I what I get is I what I deserve, which is what I really like about this job. I love you that. every penny you make, you earned it. That's exactly you it. Didn't, you didn't get it because of. You were there for a certain amount of hours. I can work a hundred hours in a week in this business, but mm. if I'm not doing income-producing activities, yeah, I'm not. I'm not making money. I'm not making a dollar. So okay. I wanted to be to perform to earn what I what my performance led me to. Okay. And everything about it, just I was I was really passionate about. I wanted the tonality that my dad had. I wanted the jokes that my dad can make. I wanted the charisma that a successful agent has. So it was everything, everything. 
Gotcha. And so wanting to do this since you were 12 and now you've been doing it since November, um, you know, real estate is simple, but it's not easy. What are some of the biggest challenges you've had getting started up in, in real estate? Yeah, it is not easy. Um, it's not something that I would, when people tell me they want to be an agent, what I tell them is, all right, are you willing to work 12 hours a day or 10 mm -hmm. hours a day? At least start off. You right. know, I get it. You have kids and this and that, but you, you, at least to start off, you're going to have to put in some work and Absolutely. a lot of it. Absolutely. If this job, if that, if this job were that easy, then everyone in the world would be doing it. That's right. Um, you have to be a certain breed of human being to be good at this job. Um, so I may not have this number correct, but I want to say the fallout rate within the first two years for real estate agents is over 80%. So if you had yeah. two people in your real estate class, only two of you would still be in the business after two years. That's pretty telling. Yeah, exactly. And I, although other people don't have the, uh, the advantages that I have of being so young and being with my parents. So, you know, the first few months, what agents commonly tell other agents is you're probably not going to make money for a few months right? before you get yourself adjusted and really start to understand everything. I, I had no idea what I was doing for a good four or five months. Like okay. no idea. I was just the title real estate agent. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you know? So a lot so, to learn, man. So what changed? What changed that got you into production? What? I mean, a lot. A lot changed at once. Okay. So it's difficult to pinpoint one specific thing. Of course. Um, so I joined, as you know, I joined the PUSH program. Okay. At the same time, I joined the Zamir group. Right. So it, that was a huge bump in confidence and actual success and I felt that everything kind of happened at once okay but a, yeah it was a bunch of different factors that changed but I'm yeah you know, I'm happy with the way things are turning out mm -hmm. well it all, it all didn't happen at once man it happens very gradually and then suddenly it takes off you were putting in the work. Yeah. I would see you in the office downstairs and you would be making calls and learning and listening and paying attention. And so it didn't just happen all at once. You put in some work and you were grinding unlike a lot of agents. And I think that's what led you to even be in the position where you could join a group and actually get into the PUSH program. So kudos to you, man. You put the work in. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, every day I've, you, you got to wake up as, as a new agent with the mentality of, you know, how am I going to separate myself from the 87%? What, what makes me what's what, what is that 87% not doing that I should be doing? That's right. That's right. How am I going to last? Especially now with all these, you know, purple brick, Zillow, all that. We have competition. You can't just be an average agent. You're, you're either a superstar yes. or you're not going very far long term. And I really believe in that firmly. You, you. That's why I, I look up to Zohar so much. He's irreplaceable. No app, nothing. You can't replace what he provides. I, I agree it's with you. On that. You know, you say, how can you so, stand out from the eighty-seven percent? Mike Ferry. I watched a video from him years ago, and something he said really stuck with me. He said, in this business, you almost have to wake up every day and say, 
Don't look at the listings that you have. Don't look at the properties you have. You wake up every morning at zero and get on that phone. And your job is to build your inventory and continue to prospect. So how do you start your day? What's your schedule look like? Um, the ideal day for me is I'll wake up at about six in the morning. Okay. Um, I'll get ready, um, have all my, my work bag ready, my gym bag ready, my lunchbox ready. I keep two meal prep meals per day in my car or in the fridge at the office. Right. Um, I make right. those on Sunday at night when I have some downtime. Gotcha. I meal prep for the gotcha. entire week. So what the meal prep does, it allows me to be in the office as long as humanly possible. Um, so I eat a lot and I, I wouldn't be able to work if I didn't bring food with me. So that's one key. I always have the meal prep food in a big lunch box. It's about this big. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I get all those bags ready and I'm in the gym by seven in the morning mm -hmm. and I'm done working out by eight and then shower and get ready. Um, finish, get into the office by eight 45. If I'm doing the mindset call, I'm, I'm in the office by eight 45. If I'm not doing the mindset call, uh, I'll get in the sauna for 15 minutes before I shower and then I'll be in the office by nine. That's great. And then nine, great. nine in the morning, I'm, I'm on the phones, I'm dialing. Um, I really try and do minimum 100 calls per morning. It's not much. I have per morning. Okay. I mean, it's, it's not much. It takes me an hour, hour and a half. Okay. Um, so and it, this is a you're using a phone dialer, so you're using some type of system in order to make that many calls in, in one hour. Yeah, I use uh, Vulcan 7. That's what do I. Um, Good program. And yes, extremely. I have no complaints on a scale of one to ten. It's a nine and a half. Okay. Um, it's great. So that allows me to make a lot of calls. And as we all know, this is a contact sport. Yes, sir. So the more people you talk to every single day, the better you're going to do. The more okay. more people that are these expireds and for sale by owners, we know they want to sell their house. Right. And I know for a fact, and I'm very confident that our team can sell these houses. That's right. And most That's of the right. time sell them for more than the other agent could have. And I mean, we just sold one in Ridgefield that was on the market for a year at 749. And we sold, we had it under contract in less than two weeks for 740, 20,000 above asking. Awesome, man. It's all about exposure, right? So that's fantastic. So mm -hmm. what's interesting, um, we talked about this on our morning mindset call, but in the county where you do a lot of your work, there are over 130 or so for sale by owners that are currently out there. So there's a lot of opportunity. Why do you think uh, most agents aren't really plugging in and taking advantage of the businesses out there like sale by owners and expired? It's, it's not easy. It's not. It's, uh, you have to have a certain mentality. You have to be able to work like a dog. You have to not be scared of anything. If you can call an expired or for sale by owner uh, multiple times a day, then you can really call anyone. Right. That's about right. the hardest possible thing you're going to call. Mm -hmm. um, probably even, even harder than an angry seller because you're already working with that angry seller. They know you. They know you. They, they know your reputation, your track record. You've met face to face with these expired. They'll say anything to you. Okay. Okay. Um, 
some of them are, it's not easy. It's, uh, you do need a certain mindset. You do have to be plugged in. One mistake I think a lot of agents make before they get on the phone, we know what they're going to say. Like, mm-hmm. we know the objectives. Just learn those, and you have nothing to be scared of. Okay. Bring me higher. I have 10 different responses. Um, give me, what are you going to do differently than my last agent did? And I'm waiting for them to say that. And right. I'm going to jump on it with my well-written, perfect response. I want you to say, what are you going to do differently? That's right. My last agent did You're ready to handle that. You're ready for that. I want you to say it. I know, and because my script of that of that objection, I'm gonna close. Okay, so and then you're gonna do different, Sam. You know, we had our house listed before. What are you gonna do different? Why should we use you? Well, how about get the place sold for starters? I mean, our team sells a lot of real estate in the area for a reason. I have an in-depth marketing plan that might take me 15, 20 minutes to go over top, David. Um, Are you on Friday or Saturday at two? Okay, um, you can come by Saturday at two. Yeah, whatever. It, it was a great Absolutely, and we could go into it and I could push back harder on you, but I love the fact that you knew what to say, you knew how to go after that, and you gave me a time limit. You told me 15 minutes, so it's not an open-ended meeting. You said 15 minutes, you'll get in, cover what you need to cover. I love that you had in this mm-hmm. a response ready, and to your point, we do know what they're going to say. And so it gives us leg up. All expired, all for sale by owners say about the same four or five things. And as long as we know how to overcome those objections, we can create the opportunity. Good for you. Even, even if you were to get a new one, you write it down on a piece of paper right. and literally just think, think, spend two minutes. Think, how would I respond to that in a calculated Salesperson way. What would uh, Mike Ferry say to this? How would he? How would he respond to this? All the objections that are on my board, I bring. I carry around a big board. I know. With me, it has all the objections. Yep. They're all written by me, and I, I edited them and made them sound human. Okay. So I, it sounds. I'm saying it, it sounds natural. Yes. So yes. they're all written by me. It's not like I I had to go online or pay for them or nothing. I thought about, okay, this is the objection. What should I say? Right, right. So let me ask you this. Um, for a new agent who kind of has that drunk monkey about calling for sell by owners and expires, they're afraid of the objections they're going to get. What advice would you give that agent that has that challenge on getting on the phone? I, I, I know certain people would disagree with this. Okay. Certain people say, just get on the phone, you know, and you'll figure it out later. I don't really think that's your best idea. I think your best bet would be at least a little bit, you know, read your script. I'd say read it, time block 30 minutes, just read it. Okay. Don't do anything else. All right. Don't listen to music. Look, read your script 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. About two hours writing down the objections, put them on, put them in writing. What are the objections? How am I going to handle them? You're good to go. Uh, three, two, one, go. Then you can dial. Okay but not before you didn't learn the script and before you didn't learn the objection. Gotcha. And, and think about it. If then, we spent 30 minutes a day doing that in, in a month, how much time would we have spent mastering the script? We'll be experts in yeah. 30 minutes. But even, even if you read it one time for 30 minutes, just keep going, 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 read, 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 read. Right. Like right. You'll be in a much better place than you were if you were to just uh, start practicing on your income, as you would say. 
So, you know, it's, it just comes down to that, doing, doing it at least a few times, learning it. I don't have a good memory. It took, I've done about, like I was telling you yesterday, I, I've done about 10 hours of script practice. Gotcha. That's not a lot. That's okay. not a lot. I, okay. I role play seven times a week. So wow. that, that is a lot, but okay. I, I don't sit there and read my scripts and objections like as much as I should. I really should more, okay. but I, it's not like I'm doing it two hours a week. You know, I just did it a few times and I'm good. Like I can just make the calls and you get better with every single call you make. You get less scared with every single call you make. The first call is going to be the hardest, but then you're good. Okay. If, if, I, if I started at the age of 18 knowing absolutely nothing, no scripts, no objections. And I'm, tell, I'm telling you what you have to do right now. Yep. If the objections flip, you're good. Three, two, one, go. I love I it. I wasn't even scared. I, I was scared. I was scared, but I still did it. I was like, all right, this is how I make money. Okay, whatever. What's the worst that can happen to you, right? They hang up on you. They may curse you out, but what's the worst that can really happen to you? Yeah, and as you get better and better, nobody's – with my tonality and my confidence, nobody yes. screams at me anymore. Okay. I'm not going to lie. When I suck, people curse me out, and they they yelled at me. And this is my All right, Sam, welcome back. I know we had a, a quick technical issue, but thank you for logging back on. Listen, so um, here, here's what I wanted to ask you. I kind of forgot where we left off, but I love your energy, and I love your confidence. What, what inspires you when it comes to getting up every morning, day after day, doing the same activities and making calls and going on previews? What inspires you to get up every morning and, and do your job? That's a tough question. Um, it's hard to pinpoint one specific thing, but I just, for me in general, I just want to do well. And I know I want to do well in life, not just in real estate. I want to invest in the future. I want to build a career around real estate okay and i think i really want to be really good at it nothing good. nothing more in the world would make me happy if i could become good or great at this job so then you will because your your success here is directly contingent on you doing the work and putting the work in and your finances and your success are in direct proportion to your willingness to have uncomfortable conversations with for sale by owners and expireds and sellers. You've already proven that you're willing to do that. So I know you'll be successful, man. I'm, I'm excited to see where, you got, where, where you're gonna take this business, man. It's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm here to stay. Okay. okay. Stay one short sentence, but yeah, I mean, it's, I always knew my future would be in this and I really don't wanna fail. I promised myself if I do fail, I'm joining the military. And okay. I really don't want to join the military. Okay. Um, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I, I, I hate manual labor. Like that's, that's one thing I, I hate. I'm more of like, my dad, he was, he, he was like on the business side and yeah. he could build a house with his own hands. Wow. Me, wow. I, I, I did shingles on our roof for one day. And I wanted to shoot myself. I was like, why don't I just make more money and pay someone else to do this? I washed my car the other day. I'm like, Leverage. I just make more money and have someone do a better job of doing this. I feel I you, do. I feel you. I don't, I don't cut my grass. I don't, you know, I do shovel my snow, but I, I don't cut my grass. <laughs> 
I prefer to make the money, leverage that out, support someone else's business and let them do it. So listen, yeah. because you, you know that for yourself and you don't want to have to do that type of, you know, joining the military or doing that type of manual labor, then you'll be successful here. It's all about putting in the work and you know what you need to be doing. Uh, so I guess my, my next question for you would be, what is your biggest opportunity for growth in this business moving forward? Well, ideally, um, I would like to potentially become the second listing agent on the Vermeer Group. Okay. Uh, the opportunity presents itself. Um, I don't think, um, I'm not sure if it will happen or not, but that would be my number one goal. If I could prove myself enough to go hard, that you would be willing to give me that opportunity. Okay. So that's kind of why I, 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 I don't stop. I want that opportunity. And if I get it, I'm going to do really well at it. So okay. I just, I do need some initial help, but I think after I get the ball rolling, I think that I can do it very well at a high level. That's good to hear, man. So I, I know that you've shared some really good information that's going to be very helpful for agents that watch this, whether they're new or veteran agents. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do more of these interviews moving forward. What is a question that you would like me to pose to the other agents that do the interviews? Is there anything that you'd be curious to know about uh, their day, their schedule, affirmations they use, um, books they read? quotes that are important to them, anything that I can ask them that would be important for you to find out? I think just books they read. I think mm -hmm. that would be a good one. But other than that, you're right on the money. Okay. Um, every single question flows and it's a well-written script. Um, we didn't even get into how important scripts are for success. Um, for me, if you would have asked me about a book, I would say The Way of the Wolf by Jordan Belfer. Yes. It's Straight to the point, he's going yep. to tell you everything you need to know to actually be able to sell something to someone. Okay. okay. So one question I posed on the mindset call a few days back or last week, I asked, if I asked you as a professional salesperson, mm -hmm. tell me this then, would you know where to go? Would you know where to take that conversation? I would. All right. Well, those people who would just start telling us about how great that pen is, how it's titanium steel right, you're wasting right. your breath <laughs> you're wasting your breath that's that's not the best course of action and we're professional salespeople. yeah you don't know your linguistics the right questions to ask the telling is not selling we all know that that's exactly it that's exactly a hundred yeah. times which is part of why i want to get into teaching sales in the um maybe at keller williams if possible so it's something I'm very passionate about, and I get better every day by lead generating. I think there's no better way to sell anything mm -hmm. than if you're selling yourself on a daily basis. Okay. And when it comes to selling, it's, it's, a, it's about asking questions, like you said, which is really the scripts. And, and are scripts important in your business and how you run your business? Yes, extremely. They're, they're all scripts. Um, the objections I use, the closes I use. Mm -hmm. All scripts. Um, they're internalized scripts, so I know what to say and when to say it. Right. And I don't need the board or anything or the paper in front of me, but they're all scripts. And that doesn't mean that it's not human or anything like that. It just means it's a well-written response to something that I know that most people are going to say. Right. 
That's awesome. And those are scripts to get you in front of the sellers. And then once you actually get a chance to sit down with them, your listing presentation is another script, right? More scripts, more scripts to close. Mr. Seller, you put your trust in myself and my team. I promise you I'll never have to ask for it again. Sign here. Whatever, mm -hmm. whatever your script is, the close, you know, that you got to have that well-rehearsed, the tonality while you're saying it. Right. Uh, but if I were to have said, oh, well, you put your trust in myself and my, that yeah, I'm not closing. I understand that. I understand that. Well, well, speaking of closing, I want to close up this interview and I have a question for you. And if you don't have an answer, that's okay. I want you to think about it. What's your USP? What's your unique selling proposition? So if I said to you as a seller, Sam, why should I work with you? What would you say to me? What's your USP? Well, Mr. Seller, when you hire us, you're hiring 12 real estate professionals for the price of one. We have a full-time director of marketing, so he makes to market your home. Does that sound like the type of people you want to be working with? Well, yeah. yeah. Sounds like we should meet. Okay. It's not too crazy. It's just, you know, it's a fact. It's the truth well told. There you go. That's, that's what your script should be. Okay. Okay. Good job, man. I could have done, I could have said something a lot better than that, but you know, it's just straight off the top of my head, no script, nothing. I'm in my car. Nothing, right. Nothing, you know? Well, that's the whole thing, man, with scripts. It's also about having how to overcome objections and have something to say. Sometimes you have to have more than one thing to say, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to handling objections, you have to be able to handle it four or five or six different ways. So I, I love to hear that you have other things you could have said because you may need to say them. And so it's good that you have that arsenal built up. Awesome. Yeah, Mr. Seller, I'm going to work like a dog to sell your mm. home. I'm, what am I doing right now? I'm prospecting for buyers for our current listing. That's right. You know? um, and I'm not going to stop until I sell your house. Um, you know, whatever, whatever you're All good, man. All good. But it, and that's true. We're not going to stop. We, we don't stop here. Like, that's, and that's why part of why I like the team so much is, gives me a lot of um, advantages. We're here. If I, I'm from out this office at night, Zohar's here till 8, 9 o'clock every night. Yes, he is. And so is Ron. And that's why you guys are number one in the MLS, correct? Yeah. That's it. You know, so stop. You surrounded yourself with the right people. And because of that and the fact that you're willing to put in the work, you're going to be successful, Sam. I really appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you tomorrow during the Mindset Call. All right, D-Rod. Thank you right. so much. Thank you, man. Have a great fourth. You got it. Thank All you. Right.